What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you feeling today? Uh, not too good, uh, whoever you are, tech stuff, Fred. We, uh, as you can see, I'm doing this on a cell phone some people call it a cellular phone as well (laughs) okay Um, because the radical left or the deep state or maybe even somebody worse maybe china destroyed my computer this week so they said sir you'll never do a podcast and i said well i'm going to use the cell phone very strongly but uh i don't like doing it this way i think it's very uh weak I, I just don't, I don't, phones are for uh, Twitter, parlor, as we like to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a, it's a, it's a tough, we're all going through tough things. You thought COVID was tough. You know, <laughs> me without my computer is, some might say a lot tougher. Now, are you nervous? Um, because I'm sure you had a lot of important information on that computer. Are you nervous that it was hacked and someone fried it or sabotaged your computer from um, an outside source? Uh, no, you know, what? Uh, that's a good question, actually. So finally, we got a tech stuff guy with a decent question. But now it was, it was Dell. You ever heard of Dell? I've heard of Dell computers. She lost, yes. She lost, a lot, she lost a lot of weight, by the way. She's now dating. You know, it's funny. Adele is dating a black, but she lost all the weight which is sort of surprising. You know, I thought, you know, I thought she would go for a white now that she's lost all the weight. But, uh, you know, now it's never over because they say, you know, it's not over till the fat lady sings, but now Adele's not a fat lady anymore, so she can sing a lot longer. So it's a, I think it's overall a happy ending. Uh, but the point is she makes very shitty computers. She's a great, great singer, but not a good computer lady. Not even close. I think uh, Dell Computers is spelled D-E-L-L. And Adele, who you're talking about, I think is spelled A-D-E-L-E. So I think it's two different no, people. Okay, well, think, Dell's okay, not a old, person. It's computer. But oh, look at the tech stuff guy finally has a clarification on a tech stuff issue. It's better late <laughs> than Well, the point is you can spell it however you want to spell it. They do it differently in England. You know, England, they spell Cutler with a U. You know, they spell words differently there. So Adele, the point is I had Adele. I'll never have Adele again. Okay. Although she probably wants to date me because she lost all that weight and she's a nice blonde now. But I would, uh, you know, and the original song was supposed to be called Rolling in the D, meaning the Donald. Remember that would big you, song she had? I do remember. Would you ever date a woman who used to be really overweight and then lost weight? Uh, if she maintains some of her skills from her heavier days, I would say sure. Uh, but overall, I think it would be too embarrassing, you know, when the tabloids start releasing the photos or they Photoshop like an old photo of her into a photo with me looking very strong and fit. The point is we respect her singing and her weight loss journey. We respect that. Her shitty computers, though, can go fuck themselves, I think. They, you know, they, they, Dell computers are really for poor, you know, they're for people in offices and schools where they're like, we need to order 
15,000 shitty computers very quickly. And then in comes a truck full of Dell's crap. Okay. And, uh, you know, they, she had a song, uh, fire, set fire to the rain. Uh, I'll set fire to her Dell computers uh, because they are crap. And they are, they are, this isn't a victimless crime. Not only are they stopping me from doing strong minesweeper, but also our, our people, our great Patreon people, our great sub subscribers, they're missing out on like the high, highest quality of podcasting because I have to do it on a, on a phone. Maybe right, our do. friends in Korea, you know, Samsung is Korean. Mm -hmm. The good, you know, the, the weak Korea, the Korea that gives us tech but doesn't have Kim Jong-un. I understand. You do sound fine, though, Mr. President, so I don't want you to well, be concerned. Excuse, excuse me, I sound better than fine. Okay, you sound excellent. You. you sound excellent. There you go. Good save. No problem. Now, happy uh, happy pre-election day. Election day is tomorrow. Are you excited? You, um, um, are you uh, keeping up with all the... Um, all the elections going on all over the country? Uh, well, in, in New Jersey, we have uh, a great Republican, handsome, handsome Italian guy named Jack Shit running against uh, ugly Michael Keaton guy. Okay. And uh, Phil, uh, Phil Murphy. He looks like he looks like a busted up old Michael Keaton, even though I think he's younger than Michael Keaton. He looks like an old busted up Michael Keaton. But Jack Shit is a is a handsome guy. He looks kind of like a silver Maniscalco. You know that guy, Maniscalco, the comedian. It's, yes, a very very popular comedian. Yes, I, he looks I do. Kind of, know. He looks kind of like a handsome silver, like a silver fox version of of Stephanie Maniscalco. <laughs> and the uh, and the other uh, the big race, the big race is in Virginia. We got uh, Clinton, Clinton Stooge. Terry McCauliflower going up against a great Republican who who's just so strong. Glenn Young Kids. Okay. Which when I saw that we had a guy running called Young Kid, I said, what a great tribute to the great Jeff Epstein, Sir Jeffrey Epstein. If we could take back Virginia after a totally racist blackface governor is done, we restore integrity and honor and decency into the capital in Virginia, Richmond, which was the capital of the Confederacy, by the way, during our great civil war, the Confederacy, that was their capital. So we respect it greatly. Young kids, if you have a guy named Young Kid, it would be such a, Jeffrey Epstein would be in, is in heaven, of course, with the great Fred Trump. And he will shed a tear saying, I didn't think this day would come. And now we have a guy whose name is Young Kid. You think young kid would build a statue for Sir Jeffrey Epstein at the Capitol? I think it's certainly possible, but he, you know, he'd have to make room by the, you know, the Robert E. Lee statue and the, and the John Rocker statue <laughs> and the, uh, you know, all the great statues of our strong heroes. Of course. Um, I wanted to ask you, is it, is it true that you will be speaking later tonight in Virginia? No, that's it's it's we're preparing remarks right now. Um, we're just we're trying to get the right amount of N words into the speech because if you have too many, you know, some people might say, okay, you know, I like a good three to four N word speech, but nineteen—that's a lot. That's a lot, sir. 
but if you have none, then you lose the strong conservatives. So, you know, it's a delicate process, but I, you know, I'm going to go out there and just get, I'm going to speak the hell out of that speech. And it's going to, you know, Sleepy Joe is ruining our country and critical race theory and, uh, you know, trans people trying to do critical race theory is really ruining our country. So, you know, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to play some Dave Chappelle clips before I start speaking. And then, because uh, Dave Chappelle, I mean, talk about the best of both worlds. He gets to rip the trans people, but then say the N-word. I'm usually not jealous of anybody, but I mean, if I could be one person that isn't Donald J. Trump, I would probably be Dave Chappelle. Um, yes, he, he does say the N-word a lot, and he does speak a lot about uh, trans people in his specials, for sure. Didn't Eddie Murphy once like pick up like a trans person? I think he he did pick up a a trans prostitute, I think, in his past. Do you think do you think Dave Chappelle is trying to be, you know, because Eddie Murphy was, you know, the guy. I'm sure you know this. He was the guy in the 80s. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe Dave Chappelle is trying to trying to take over for Eddie Murphy and be like, oh, I won't, you know, hook up with a trans person, but I'll. I'll insult the crap out of them. <laughs> I'll bash them until there are protests. I get it. That's a possibility. What do you think about Trump Chappelle 2024? <laughs> it, it would definitely give a lot of popularity, and I see pretty cool T-shirts out of it for sure. I mean, that would what a what a ticket, what a ticket, and we would believe me, we would charge about two thousand dollars a ticket. Now. I wanted to ask you, so you saw the new Chappelle special and you enjoyed it? Uh, who's Chappelle? Uh, Dave, you were just talking about him. Um, no, I was, excuse me, I said Eddie Murphy. Were you not you, listening? I said Eddie Murphy. You did say Trump, Trump Chappelle, but I wanted to ask you about the speech uh, tonight. Okay well, okay, well, you're obviously a lying tech stuff guy, so okay. you enjoy your last show. First show, last show. I mean, I just wrote down Trump Chappelle 2024. Why would I make that up? You, I had to get that yeah, from maybe someone. You, should, you know what? Under Sleepy Joe, I understand people having mental health issues. <laughs> maybe you, need to, uh, you might have to look into that. And, and we have strong sympathy for you if you're hearing things. Okay. You, you might have a point there. For your speech tonight, how long do you plan on speaking for is the first question. You know, we usually plan out a very modest 90 minutes. And then if I'm really feeling it, I go, you know, four to five hours. So it's going to be, it's going to be one of the great ones. I think we're going to, you know, you remember how I used to kiss the flag and, and rape the flag on my way to a stage to show how patriotic I was? I once, yes. I once finger banged a flag and the flag was like, sir, I'm not sure you should do this. And I should shut your mouth flag. And, uh, and I really gave it to that flag. But uh, I'm also going to uh, stick a finger in the deuce hole of a Robert E. Lee statue as I walk up to the stage to prove how patriotic I am for the Confederacy. <laughs> so we're, we're feeling, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a beautiful night, a very patriotic, beautiful night full of <laughs> Confederate flags and racism and Sleepy Joe hate. There'll be a lot of sleepy Joe bashing during your speech. Oh, no. We, and we're bringing out a uh, young kid is bringing out a uh, is going to bring out uh, an old man uh, who's a Democrat who we've dressed up as sleepy Joe. 
and you know you know we don't want to the mexicans they do the pinatas but that's weak that's a candy for kids what we do is we take an actual elderly democrat and beat him to death uh, <laughs> at the rally so uh, it's very good very patriotic and uh, i think you're going to see a strong turnout very strong voter turnout after this uh, that that does sound like a party, uh, Mr. President. You really know how to bring it. Now, who asked you to do this speech or did you just volunteer to do this speech? Uh, well, a young kid is pretending not to want, you know, because I know it's, you know, you have to appear very, I'm here for the moderates. I'm here for the independents. But he told me secretly, he was like, sir, I love everything you're doing. You're the greatest president of this country's history. But if it's okay, I'm going to act like I am not super enthusiastic about you coming here. Uh, so basically, I invited myself, but with his secret approval. I understand. Now, when you spoke in Arizona, you were very fond and of the melatonin one- also gave him a hand job. <laughs> okay, let's okay. clear that up. Now, she's like when- the Mariano, she's like the Mariano Rivera of my deals. She closes the deal. She comes in and uh, instead of enter Sandman, <laughs> what plays instead, instead of enter Sandman, uh, they play uh, a very strong song by remember notorious big. Yes. I, I do remember him. He had a song with uh, a guy named too short who really wasn't that short, but uh, it was called big booty hose. Now, melatonin doesn't have a big booty, but uh, it's a very provocative song. I'll leave it at that. Rest in power, big. You know, you're such a biggie fan. It's, uh... Now, I wanted to ask you, when you were in Arizona, you were very impressed with uh, the supporters there, the women supporters there. Have you seen the women supporters in Virginia? And how would you rate them compared to Arizona? I mean that's that's a stupid that's a that's a stupid question. No offense, uh, <laughs> stuff, but Arizona is one of our three greatest whore states. Okay, blonde without morals. Blondes without morals, by the way, is I donate to their charity every year. Blondes without morals. It's like Doctors Without Borders, except with bigger breasts and no morality. That's why they're called Blondes Without Morals. But uh, Arizona, Florida, and Cal- you know, even though California is disgusting and radical left, there's so many people and so many great, talented women. Uh, Virginia is, you know, of course, like any state in the country, you're going to find some uh, attractive women. But it's, you know, all the smoke, it's a very strong tobacco state. We love our tobacco farmers. But, you know, the women, they all end up sort of kind of resembling large Marge from Pee Wee's big adventure yes i remember her <laughs> so you know that's uh kind of like steve bannon but with smaller tits <laughs> okay so not a huge fan of the ladies in virginia oh we respect them we have right, tremendous respect for their, for their ugly tobacco stained <laughs> you know disgusting uh you know selves but no we we're great respect great respect for the patriotism well, I wish you luck in your speech with uh, Mr. Young Kids, and um, and hopefully uh, you can bring it home for Virginia tomorrow. Now, Mr. President, 
before we get into this next news story, which I'm sure you are going to really enjoy talking about, we have to talk about our powerful sponsor uh, this week, and that is betonline.ag. BetOnline.ag, we're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season. Knicks 5-1 and one, and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. That's right. Jets won yesterday. Quarterback over 400 yards for the first time since 1932. White Head power. To our- White <laughs> power. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. His name is White. Head to our new updated desktop, our mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. 50% more money than you put in on your first deposit only. Use promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, UFC, NHL just started, boxing, your favorite casino games, blackjack, craps, poker roulette don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports including casino games bet online where the game starts that's betonline.ag now mr president there was a person on snl who used to make guest appearances impersonating you and you really despise this man. And I don't know if it's karma maybe you're thinking about because of all, you know, just uh, these bad vibes he's put out and making fun of you. But recently, Alec Baldwin was on a movie shoot and he had to take a prop gun and shoot at the camera. And, oh, this, and- is, this is interesting because I, I haven't heard about this story. You haven't heard about the story. <laughs> you haven't heard. It's all. <laughs> so you didn't know that Alec Baldwin killed one of the women who was working on the film and injured another. <laughs> Thank you, Melatonin. You know, you know, when you started hearing that story, you had to go to work. Okay, where were your tech stuff? That was... Thank you for that. Thank you for that. That was a uh, very, uh, very generous of you to read that story. Thank you. Well, he he killed a woman who was working on the film and injured. Uh, 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 oh, wow. I haven't done that since like my 20s. Wow. Okay. Uh, 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 I'm going to have to take a nap tech stuff. Can we come back to this episode later? I'm gonna, <laughs> I need to take a nap. This is too much, too much potency. So this is the first time you heard that Alec Baldwin accidentally shot and killed a woman on his movie set with a prop gun. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Three times in under two minutes. That is very presidential. <laughs> amazing actually you know what they say you know you've heard the story donald trump can't come three times unless he's heard of a radical left actor committing murder i did not hear that saying but i just learned that how do you feel that you you just learned this 
Uh, do you do you feel no, bad tech, for tech, tech stuff? No, it, it, you got to understand that's called presidential sarcasm. I know that, Mr. President. Of course, of course, I've been hearing. I've I've been playing it on loop at Mar-a-Lago. You know, in the elevators, instead of music, it's just this new story of Alec Baldwin shooting somebody over and over and over again. Do, 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 do. Like there's background elevator music, but it's playing to the sound of Alec Baldwin, uh, you know, murdering people. Now, if if you were still on Twitter, would you have tweeted something nasty at Alec Baldwin? Oh uh, well, you know, it was Don Jr., my stupid son, uh, who I wish he would shoot somebody and go to jail. He. Uh, it was my idea. He's selling T-shirts that were my idea, which are guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin kills people. So those were, those were my idea. <laughs> but yeah, I would have not been too nice to Alec Baldwin. I think you can, I think you could, uh, you know, I, 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 on Parler I wrote, uh, hopefully uh, Alec can stick one of his fake Emmys for playing me up his desk when he's in jail so that he doesn't get destroyed by uh, African-Americans. Well, I don't know that he's going to serve jail time. All he did was, uh, you know, fire a gun in the part that he was playing. And I'm sure the people who gave him the gun and who loaded that gun, they're probably going to be the people who have to answer a lot of questions. I don't think Alec Baldwin had anything to do with that. But Alec Baldwin's suffering. He murdered someone on a film set, which um, that that probably sticks with you for for the rest of your life. And. Uh, really affects you in negative ways. You don't feel bad for him at all, Mr. President. I know he did some bad things, but there's no a little bit of heart here. Tech stuff. If you've ever listened to our Patreon content, <laughs> Fred Trump and I, the great Fred Trump and I, we literally have dozens of bodies on our record. This is... We haven't even gotten to uh, the great Fred Trump's Oscar tradition, which is to film a snuff film and tell the women it's for an Oscar nominated film. We, on, Oscar, on Oscar night, we would go out and- You're revealing a Fred Trump this is uh, tradition somebody, here. Excuse me, somebody on Instagram had the audacity, and I use that not referencing Obama and his terrible book, but they- actually asked what the what the tradition was for thanksgiving and i said join the patreon you cheapskate you could listen to every tradition we've ever had in one month for five dollars but you don't want to do that you're not getting the answer on the gram but the point is on oscar nights we would go out and we would say to young young women no would you would you like to be in a movie we're filming this for that and all you have to do is uh you know, you have two options. One is you put Fred Trump in your mouth. The other is you put this gun in your mouth. And, you know, we would say it was for a movie. And then sometimes bad things happened. But uh, trust me, I know that Alec Baldwin's faking. Because the great Fred Trump and I, we were faking it when we killed those young women. So if I know anything, I know that everybody's is... Everybody's just like me and Fred Trump. So Alec Baldwin probably set this whole thing up because he's a nasty, vicious person, unlike me. What would be his end game for setting this up? 
Well, if you're asking me, you mm-hmm. know, and the great, you know, the way the great Fred Trump and I, eventually, you can only kill so many hookers until you have to, you know, you can no longer climax. You have to step <laughs> up your game. Okay. So you know, Alec Baldwin may not be my favorite person, but he was once handsome and a very elite Hollywood person with a beautiful wife. So at this point, he's probably like, you know with his fake Spanish wife, like, you know, I, I can't, I can't get it up anymore unless we step up our game. So I'm going to go murder some people on a film set. That's, that's one way to look at the situation. We we, we say strong, we say strong prayers for, for the people, for the person he he killed. They were, they were very innocent and we, uh, you know, they obviously weren't a great person. They were working on a film with Alec Baldwin, but you know, we still forgive, we forgive them. We forgive them for working with Alec Baldwin. I think that's very Christian of me. It's very nice. uh, You know, I just hope that they're not with John McCain and Colin Powell right now. Uh, so strong prayers for the woman's family. Um, any as kind of, as, yeah, as long as, as long as wherever she is, she's asking for my forgiveness for working with Alec Baldwin. I'll, I, I would give her my forgiveness. Are there, are there any prayers? I know, I'm sure no strong prayers, but any sort of prayers for Alec Baldwin? No, I, I think as a I was, as a great Christian, as a great Christian. Well, some say the greatest Christian, the greatest uh, Christian. No, you don't have to say. It. I said some say it. Not every. I, you know, there's a debate. There's a debate. <laughs> I'm not the consensus greatest Christian, but I'm in the. Who would be greater than you? What is what's the debate? It's you or who? You know, I think you're talking. You know, Peter. You know, the first <laughs> pope who holds the gate. You know, the, is stands by the gates of heaven. He's somebody who's, you know, I think he has a strong resume as well. Um, You know, I think there have been some saints who have, they even call them martyrs. Martyrs, martyrs, not murders. Yeah. I said martyrs. Okay. I thought you said murders. Okay. No, no, but martyrs get murdered. Okay. That's true. And uh, I think some of them, you know, Probably deserve consideration, but I'm definitely, you know, I don't think there's any question that I'm top 10, maybe top five. Okay. But uh, no, I don't think, I think my prayers are too valuable to be wasted on, uh, on a Baldwin. So no, I don't. That's, that's fine. Um, Mr. President, we have one more story and then we're going to get to listener questions. Before we get to that, just want to let everybody know the Idaho Militia Christian Bible State Tech College shirts are not available anymore and they will start shipping as of next week. I know a few people have emailed in, asked when they were going out. They'll be going out in the next couple of weeks, so you will receive your shirt shortly. Also, sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA, bonus episodes every single month, special guests, movie reviews, live Q&A episodes, uh, the best Patreon on the internet. So patreon.com slash MPGA, and also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out the website, mpgapod.com. Now, Mr. President, 
um, Sleepy Joe, as you call him, was at the UN Climate Conference in Glasgow, Scotland. Glasgow has. Uh, all right, Mr. President, are you sleeping? Your eyes are closed. Mr. President, hey, come on, Jack. We're trying to save the climate, Jack. <laughs> are you, you uh, doing an impression of uh, Joe Biden? You see that impression? You see that I did. talent? Yes, I did. A lot better than Alec Baldwin. Are you saying that he fell asleep today? Uh, There were reports reports that Sleepy Joe was, what a shock, what a shock, sleeping. (laughs) Now, the climate conference, do you agree with him going to the climate conference? No, of course, I agree with him. You know, I think a, a fake president should go to a climate hoax conference. At least it's on brand, fake on fake. Okay. Are you a fan of Glasgow, Scotland? I know they uh, have some really nice golf courses there. So would you have gone just for the golf? I would have gone the next week just to prove a point. <laughs> So you wouldn't have went the week of the climate conference. You would have went the week after just to play golf. Bingo. <laughs> so the point you're proving is that you don't care about the climate conference. Uh, what conference is that? Climate, climate change. You know, um, you don't think our planet. Never uh, heard of it. Okay. So the climate is fine. Everything is cool. No problems. All right. As long as Ivanka's nipples are hard and poking through her shirt, the temperature seems pretty cold. Not so much warming. I got you. Well, Mr. President, before I let you go uh, for this very important speech that you have to do for Mr. Young Kids, um, there are some listener questions that came in. Um, Facebook, you failed us today, but uh, some questions from Instagram and Twitter. Uh, We're going to go right to Twitter. And this is from at uh, Pacifica Pan. It says, if Marjorie Trainer Green, they, 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 they played with her name on this one, loses no, the he's, next... He's, he's tough. He's one of our toughest uh, Republicans. Okay. Loses the next election and needs a job at Mar-a-Lago. What position would you be willing to hire MTG for? Uh, that's a great question because obviously she's somebody that we would want in our administration very strongly. A great patriot, very tough, does CrossFit. Uh, her role, I think, would be if I were nice enough to let Mike Pence stay in the administration, big game Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. Marjorie Taylor Greene would be secretary of pegging. And would just drill Pence, you know, at least three times a week in front of the rest of the cabinet. <laughs> well, that's a sounds like a very, very important job there. Uh, well, it's you know, it's it keeps Mike Pence in line. It keeps Mike Pence kind of happy, and mm-hmm. it also, you know, is a, you know, in corporate world, they talk about like a morale booster. You know, like, hey, okay, everybody, I know it's Wednesday. We're having a tough time, but two o'clock, you know what that is? Martin Taylor Green goes goes to town on Mike Pence's big gay asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> bring, your, bring your snacks. Feel free to take photos for parlor. 
That would be very strong. So yes, now um, Matthew Taylor Green would have an incredible role in my next administration. Thank you uh, for the question. Uh, thank you, Pacifica Pan. Uh, this comes from at Pacifica um, Pan. Very, by the way, very loyal listener, very strong loyal listener. So we 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 see your comments. We appreciate your support. Thank you. Yes, for sure. Uh, this is at Ann Pagnata. Uh, Mr. President, sir, this is a strange question. Let me finish the whole thing. It says, do you like rice? On one hand, it's all white, which is very strong. However, on the other hand, it comes from the same part of the world as the flujitsu, which is not strong. Thank you, sir. So what's your opinion on rice? Oh, rice is a, it's a complicated topic because it's, you know, I'm pro family and they have it at weddings. They throw rice at weddings. Uh, it also, you know, I like the sticky rice. So I do like the way the China people do it, you know, where it's sticky, not like sort of the Latin way where it's not sticky. So I think rice, I think white rice is, uh, and I don't go for the brown rice, you know, the brown rice will, Brown rice will lower the property values on your dinner plate. So okay. I like the white rice. I know it's from China, but you know what? China's a, it's a strong culture. Even though we disagree with things, it is a strong culture. And they got like a billion people. Maybe some people even say more than that on rice. So it's mm. obviously strong food. Uh, so overall, I know that you make some points about it being not uh, some negatives, but I would say overall, I give a a very strong and powerful thumb thumb up the ass of Mike Pence for for uh, for white rice. Um, this question comes from at jdub zero four seven, and maybe this could be for the future because I'm sure um, Rage and Brett is not with you right now. Maybe you want to weigh in on this uh, this week, and you can ask him too. Does Kavanaugh want to weigh in on his thoughts about today's uh, SCOTUS hearings on Texas SB eight? Do you think um, you know Rage what? and Brett I, I want to talk about that? I think I was uh, I was texting Rage and Brett today. He was he was uh, he's such a loyal justice. Right after that, right after the hearing, he was back home drilling his wife, and he took my call during it. And I thought it was very very respectful of him. Uh, I think he might come on uh, to do a bonus episode this month, is to talk about many of these Supreme Court uh, things. So, you know, that's a great idea. And I think we can talk to Rage and Brett maybe later this month. Maybe, during, you know, before he gets drunk at Thanksgiving, we should probably talk to him. That would be great. Uh, we, ha we have one more question from Twitter, and then we are going to go to Instagram. And this is from at Miss Andre 2 Hello, Sir Doctor, Doctor, Sir Doctor, Sir Esquire, Sir President of King's President, Sir. You see that? Do you hear that? Do you hear that respect? A lot of respect right there. I was at the For God and Country Patriot Double Down Q event this weekend. Do you agree with Ron Watkins' de facto Q leader's statement? He's today's digital Rosa Parks. Uh, no, I, I think he is. Uh, I don't even think he's the digital Rosa Parks. I think he's better than Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks didn't even have a computer. 
It's true. She couldn't, she couldn't even do any of the stuff that Ron does. So she had no computer. She had no internet. Uh, she didn't, as far as I know, never stopped any Democrats from doing pedophilia. So for all I know, she was eating babies with the rest of the Democrats. So I don't even respect Rosa Parks to me is like the most overrated part. You know, she sat on a bus. Congratulations. You're poor. You have to take the bus. Ron, Ron, our QAnon friend is, I think, way better than Rosa Parks. Though, you know, we respect Rosa Parks, of course. Mm -hmm. But not as much as Mr. Watkins here. Well, Rosa Parks didn't have a, an HBO documentary about it, I don't think. So, no. And uh, so it's, you know, we respect her, but, uh, you know, not a lot of talent. Okay. We have a few questions from Instagram. I know you have to get going with this uh, three to five hour speech. Um, this comes from at Teflon Mon. Uh, Mr. President, sir, how did you react to melatonin publicly rolling her eyes at you very powerfully with strong strength? What is your response to that? Uh, well, the fake news media obviously misinterpreted this in a disgusting way. Uh, that's the face she makes when the sleep drugs wear off after our powerful lovemaking. You know, like her, uh, you know, she's like still getting her vision back, <laughs> her awareness. So, yeah, the fake news wanted to turn that into, oh, look at how unhappy she is with her great, strong, powerful, handsome husband. Nothing could be further from the truth. She was simply recovering from. Uh, you know, the Bill Cosby cocktail that I give her each afternoon before we make powerful love. Okay. Um, this is our last question. And th this person always supplies great questions. Um, their name is strange. I think it's um, 13XR3X. You know and who that is? I can't. The lack I, of I, I know who it is. Excuse me. It's our uh, Patreon president, correct? It, well, okay, now you figured it out because you heard the, the respect in my voice. No, I so, saw his picture. I didn't see the picture until now. Well, you know what? Do your like we say with the vaccine, do your research. Okay, my apologies. Dr. Mr. President, Sir Esquire, the trespasser in chief is set to reopen America's borders to international travel next week from Europe, Brazil, and other previously banned countries. Are you looking forward to any visitors to the Southern White House Mar-a-Lago? Well, we've invited Salma Hayek legally. That's a legal invite. Okay. But, you know, we're, we're, uh, we've got our guns ready. If the Civil War has to start at Mar-a-Lago, so be it. When Sleepy Joe lets in a totally disgraceful group of Latinos, we'll call them. We'll say that. Now, that's the southern border. Repeat, do me a favor, repeat the question. Repeat, I was just getting so angry when he talked about Sleepy Joe. Sure. Um, After the southern border part. Well, it's, are you looking forward to any visitors to the Southern White House Mar-a-Lago from these countries? Are you looking forward to anyone visiting? Which countries? 
uh, from either Europe, from Brazil, or any previously banned countries. That's what I thought. Well, Joe Bolsonaro, my friend from Brazil, will be coming with uh, many, um, I don't know the term in Portuguese or Brazilian, whatever language they speak, but he told me he is bringing the whores. So <laughs> what that translates to. Uh, I'm also looking forward to, you know, Melatonin's uh, friends from Europe will be coming, the Transylvanian Bikini Squad. Uh, is okay. welcome at Mar-a-Lago. Um, and then uh, that's pretty much it. Everybody else, we, we, we have given orders to shoot on site if they look like foreign people, even if they're not. But uh, now the Transylvanian uh, bikini team, uh, Joe Bolsonaro and his whores, uh, all very welcome at Mar-a-Lago. So we're looking forward to them and everybody else like I said, shoot on sight. <laughs> okay. Well, Mr. President, I, I want to wish you luck in this speech tonight in Virginia. And um, I'm, I'm sure it's going to go very, very well. And um, any other speeches planned in the next uh, couple of weeks? Victory uh, speeches? Not a victory speech, but I'm the keynote speaker at the NAMBLA Jeffrey Epstein Memorial Service. So that'll be very uh, sort of touching and powerful speech. Well, I, I can't wait to hear that. And uh, thank you once again for spending another week with us. I know you're a busy man, right? You know, doing the speech, you should be, you know, you, you could be prepping for it. I'm sure you know the speech inside and out and you're here just uh, doing this podcast. So we really appreciate that. And um, again, check out betonline.ag for all your gambling needs for sports betting or casino games. You can find all your betting action there. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. And um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, mpgapod.com. You can find every episode there and including the link to the YouTube channel. And your T-shirts for Idaho Militia Christian Bible State Tech College will be coming soon in the next couple of weeks. Also, for all the listeners who have checked out my special and the listeners who have not checked out my special, please check it out. Something from nothing you can find on Amazon, Apple, uh, for international people, Vimeo.com. It's on YouTube, Xbox. It's all over the place. Uh, video on demand for almost uh, all cable providers. And that's called Something from Nothing. So please check that out. Mr. President, the, the floor is yours. Well, I'm going to go endorse young kids soon. But uh, before then, hello, everybody. I'm very sleepy. Uh, I apologize to our Patreon president for my sleepy response to his question. But I'm like, <laughs> I've, been up, I've been up a long time right now. So uh, a, a rare need for a repeat uh, question. But um yeah, nothing. My, my my podcast, you can catch up on Righteous PK podcast. I'm taking a couple of weeks off from it uh, to recover from the special taping. Um, and my computer's broken. So that's also uh, why you can catch up on it. No <laughs> new episodes for a week or two. Um, as far as gigs coming up, I'm in Lee, Massachusetts in the Berkshires this Saturday. Um, and then uh, December 9th, Pittsburgh Improv. Uh, December 16th to the 19th, the DC Improv in Washington, DC. So if you're in either of those cities, please come out and then go to my calendar on my website because uh, 
I'm working on a Chicago, I'm, I'm finalizing a Chicago show for the end of January uh, on my way out to LA for my LA show. So Chicago and LA, LA tickets are already available on my website. Chicago is hopefully coming very soon. Hopefully you stayed with us to this point in the episode. Uh, and if you didn't, yeah, you're missing out. So thank <laughs> you for listening. I'm going to go to sleep for 10 hours. God help us all. <laughs>